Hey, this is Mohani Love from Let's Talk About It. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. To podcast, let's talk about it. Today we have Mr. Douglas Smith. He was featured in Forbes magazine, May 2018, Modern Vintage magazine, March, April 2021, Cigar and Spirits. Douglas Smith was first introduced to traditional shaving as a child, watching his dad shave on the weekend. Fast forward today and find him his business, Phoenix Shaving, trailblazing on the forefront of the traditional wet shaving revival. We are currently seeing crop up around the world. Douglas, let's talk about it. Hey, Nicole, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Mohani. Mohani. Oh, Mohani. <laughs> See, I'm I'm confused. I don't. I'm going. Okay. I'm looking at my emails, I'm like, am I saying the right name? <laughs> <laughs> well, you are now. I'll tell you. Well, Nicole is my the name that I was born given at birth. Mohani okay. is my podcast, but you could call me either or. It's fine. Oh no, you, Mohani's great. Okay, you're so interesting to me. Um, <laughs> you are because with shaving, right? Um, yeah. I, you know those bumps that guys get. No, oh, yeah, yep. Especially African American men. Yes, I'm an African American woman, and I've seen those bumps. Well, yeah. not, um, and I often thought it was because when they went to the barber to get their their beard cut or the back of their neck, maybe something wasn't clean enough. Or, I, you know, so I had that question. I often wondered when a person's getting shaved, do you have to go towards the direction of the hair growth? Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so. Pseudo folliculitis is what you're talking about. And what is it called? You know, pseudo folliculitis. Okay. Um, and yeah, it happens. Maybe 60% African American men experience that. Um, the curlier the hair, the more apt you are to get that when using cartridge razors or multi-blade razors. In fact, if you go back and look at photos from the 1920s, 1930s of jazz musicians yes. and other f famous African-American actors and musicians, you won't see that. They didn't get it back then. Wow. So do you think it has something to do with? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's using inferior products. Cartridge razors, multi-blade razors. You didn't see any, you didn't see ingrown hairs. You didn't see razor burns, razor bumps before 1970 71. It just didn't wow. exist because all you need is one blade. The only reason why cartridge razors and multi-blade razors were ever invented, it wasn't for a better shave. It's because in the early 1970s, these big companies like Gillette were running out of their patents. So they okay. needed something new to maintain their leadership in the industry. 
So they created Multiblades and they went from a multi-million dollar company to a multi-billion dollar company overnight because of this wow. change. But it never, never, I call it the cartridge razor conspiracy because it never had anything to do with a better shave. Wow. Yeah. So if you are listening to this right now and you're African-American or you have really curly hair, even Jewish fellas get it as well. Um, you want to switch to a single blade. You don't want to use cartridge razors or multi-blade razors. A single razor is all you need and it's better and healthier for you in the long run too. Wow. Well, what about should should men definitely use? Um, I remember years ago, my dad had this soap in this little glass dish with this really soft brush, and he would put water in it and move it around and put it all over his face before he was shaved. Yes. Now, my dad didn't have bumps, but he also had softer hair. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what we're talking about today. Uh, that's why I highly recommend is using a shaving brush and a shaving soap, a traditional shaving brush and a tr traditional shaving soap. Um, aside from, you know, using the brush to apply the soap, it's also got a natural exfoliating action too. So you want to like treat the skin before you shave it. It's like a pre-shave routine uh, when it comes to exfoliation. Everyone's talking about exfoliating products these days, especially the men. They're really trying to pitch them at us. And it's like, there's nothing more exfoliating than using a shaving brush and a shaving soap. Hell, there's nothing more exfoliating than shaving begin with so you don't need all those other products that you see them pushing on us wow they often never... cause more harm than good so actually when he used to use those um that was the right thing to use right yes yes uh -huh. and i think and as you said he didn't have the bumps right he was no, was he using a safety all. razor was he using a safety uh, a traditional razor with uh, one blade or was he using a multi-blade razor I think he was using one blade. It was just one, mm. you know how they have, he had the professional one. I, he didn't have the vibrant, you know, not electric. Yeah, no, not he electric one. Regular one blade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Further proof that that's, that is the way. And that's what I'm all about is getting people shaving correctly again, uh, men and women, but using just one blade like with a safety razor, a traditional safety razor that you can still buy. Um, in fact, you can buy an antique one on eBay and it'll shave you as good today as it did when it came off the assembly line 70 years ago. These things are wow. built to last. They're heirloom pieces. It's not a piece of plastic. It's not a one size fits all, in fact, because you, there's so many different brand blade brands out there too. So you can finally customize the shape to your own unique skin type and face. You can't do that with cartridge razors. They just make it one style, one type. And we all have different hair. We all have different skin. So it doesn't work for all of us. In fact, whenever I speak anywhere, I always ask how many men think they have sensitive skin. And nine out of 10 hands go up every single time. How can we all have sensitive skin? We don't. We've been inadvertently giving it to ourselves by using these inferior products, these one-size-fits-all cartridge multi-blade razors. It's garbage. Wow. So even the – um. so if we bring you up to now, they have this – there's this one with the, the three circles on the top that just go around in the <laughs> – <laughs> so yeah that, 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 I, I haven't even seen it but that must be an electric one is that what that is it's electric but it's yeah. three circles on the top yeah. and you the serp i guess the blades are in a circle form and you yeah. cut it on rotate and then when you put it on your face it takes it off oh man i've tried an electric razor once in my life and it was pulling the hair out of my face so i don't recommend that it's just going to cause more agitation and inflammation on your face when you, you use products like that is you got to get back to the basics and just use one blade one uh, shave soap a shave mm. brush and one blade and uh so yeah anyone listening right now that's interested in that just type in safety razor well you can visit my site too phoenixshaving.com about your site yeah, uh, it's phoenixshaving.com. Uh, we do it all when it comes to traditional shaving. Uh, you can get starter kits there as well. But I mean, 
I mean, we do so much. I also have a show too called I'd Lather Be Shaving, which is kind of like, do you remember Car Talk on NPR? I'm 50. Did it come on? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You would know it. You would know it. Car Talk, it, it was two, two, two guys on the radio talking about cars. Like people would call in and tell them their car problems. And these guys were funny. They sounded like the Three Stooges almost. Uh-huh. Anyways, if you don't remember them, that's what they did. And the thing is, whether or not you were interested in cars or not, they were mm-hmm. very entertaining to listen to. So you would listen to it anyways. They were hysterical. And that's what we try to do with our show, I'd Lather Be Shaving. So it's it's funny. It's interesting. You'll also learn shaving history and tips, tricks of shaving. And we break it down. Uh, so that's what we were aiming for, something in that direction where even if you weren't interested in it, we'd still kind of get you. Uh, to look at but, it. So I, yeah, yeah, definitely check it out. I'd Lather Be Shaving.com. I have a question. <laughs> Another question. My twins are 17 year, years old. They're boys. They have the mm-hmm. facial hair. And do you have any starter kits on your page for that? Like new. You know what I mean? They're oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Save me. I don't want them to have the bump situation. Oh, yeah. No. Any starter kit on my site would be for the newbie. You know, you, you can't. Uh, yeah, that's where you got to start every time. And the thing is, it's just once they nail this, once they get it down, there's no going back to the other way. It's such a smooth shave. Um, it's, it's again, if you're already experiencing skin problems, mm-hmm. this skin will rebalance itself. It'll retain, it, regain equilibrium rather. And uh, it'll figure itself out again. You're giving it, it's the natural oils back rather than stripping with these ultra close shaves with these multi blades, which, you know, the first blade lifts, second one cuts, third blade lifts, fourth one cuts, so on and so forth. So you're cutting these hairs so short, they're going to drop down below the skin surface and they, they have to cause problems there. <laughs> so um, it's a no brainer. They are new to shaving, so I will be getting two kits. So, you know, yes. I, but I saw, I remember that brush. And I, it's so funny when I saw you and I read about you, I was like, Oh, I remember daddy had that. It was a beautiful mm-hmm. white glass dish he kept in it and he would move it around. I remember that. So yeah. this, how do you get the best shave of your life? Okay. So that does begin with a shave soap and a shave brush. You know, another great thing about using a shave soap and a shave brush is not only will it last forever, thus saving you money. It's also just better for the planet. You're not throwing goo in a can into the dump, into the landfill. Uh, which is just loaded with propellants and all types of other garbage that have no business being on your face. So there's less in the landfill when it comes to plastics with the razor and the can of, you know, goo in a can was what we call that, uh, the, the foam. Mm. So you, so it's better for your face, better for the planet, and better for your wallet at the end of the day. Because uh, cartridge razors, where, what, four of them cost, what, $20 these days? Mm-hmm. You can get 100 DE blades for 9 to $15. Is that <laughs> So the, I remember, I think my father used to snap it inside this Oh, case. I know what he was using. He was using a, a Schick, a Schick injector razor. So, yeah, he would snap. Or he maybe wasn't using that. No, was, no, he was. He, all the places, but they were all sitting in a tray, and he would snap it. You know, he had the piece in his hand, and he would snap it on, and it would go click, and it would come yeah. out the case. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He was using a a Schick injector. Those are called injector razors. And oddly enough, they still sell the blades, but Schick stops selling the razors. Uh, Luckily, you can you can still find them online, and and there's lots of newer companies making versions of it. But um, that's a Schick injector, and yeah, that's a single blade. So that's exactly why he wasn't experiencing these problems. He was doing it right. Uh, So start with the soap, soap and the brush. You put a little bit of water on the soap puck, uh, wet the brush. Dump the water off the soap puck after about five minutes 
that'll soften the soap. And then you load the brush. I'm saying that in air quotes. You load the brush by you know about 10 swirls on top of the soap. And then you can move that brush over to a bowl to whip up some lather or to your face and your face. And once you do that, you're ready for your first pass with the safety razor. And that would be with the grain in a downward motion. You know, when that's done, rinse and repeat. Relather up, and now you take the razor and go across the grain. And then rinse and repeat again. Go, and then you can go across the grain the other way, or you could go against the grain for your third pass. I do up to four four passes myself with some maybe some cleanup passes. But uh, you know, everyone talks about against the grain. Don't shave against the grain. It's evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get ingrown hairs, and that is the case when it comes to using multi blades and cartridges. However, when you use a safety razor with one blade, it's okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, um, the the soap, right? Is it lye soap? Years ago, did they use mm -hmm. lye? That's oh, yeah. right. That too. He had yeah. lye soap, and I that's the, that, that's real soap. Is lye okay for your face? Yes, because it's not lye anymore. Once the chemical reaction happens, once the lye mixes with fat, that's called saponification, where the word okay. soap comes from, actually. Uh, and so it chemically changes to soap. Wow. Yeah. In fact, they think it was made by accident from a, a, vol a volcano erupting. The lava coming down and mixing with animal fat type substance. Really? Yeah, and African soap is actually made with uh, charcoal. They're using the coal for lye. You're mixing that with water and using that uh, is inside the – it comes from coal, is inside the coal uh, to make their soap with. So, yeah, it's it just – it's you need it for that chemical reaction. Wow, I never knew that. So when yeah. you talk about shaving history, what is shaving history? I mean, I know what shaving history is, but – do you bring it back to like the first razor that was? Oh yeah, that's that's easy to do. I mean, I mean, people want to go back even further. They want to go back to Egypt often, where they were shaving everything. Oh yeah, uh, it was part of their religion too. But yeah, they were shaving heads, everything, their entire bodies, using a lot of makeup. But uh, yeah, just taking the hair right off, using all different types of things. But I mean, obsidian they would use. Wow. Uh, which is, if, I don't know if you've ever seen, uh, tried shaving with that, but it's it's unforgiving. <laughs> so you've got to have a steady hand and a straight edge. But um, yeah, they were using all different types of instruments. Uh, I mean, but it goes back to even plucking uh, oh. with seashells. Wow. Yeah. So we've been doing this since man has walked the earth. We've been shaving or plucking in one way, shape or form. It had to, if you think about it. We never saw. Yeah. When you look back on history, we don't see beards. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And that the reason for that is the reason. Well, why they wanted to take their beards beards off uh -huh. is because uh, battles and fighting. It was it was a disadvantage to have a beard because the other guy could grab you by the beard and start punching you in the head or whatnot. It was something to grab onto. Oh. So Mark Anthony was the first one uh, um, soldier to say, "Hey, we got to take." And there was an actual beard tax back then. You had to, you had to pay a tax if you wanted to grow a beard. But for the most part, they wanted you clean shaven in the military. Wow, so informative! Yeah. My audience <laughs> piece of history. So, <laughs> well, what, what, what is wet shaving? Now, I know what wet shaving is. That's when you shave without any soap. Well, wet shaving, you know, it's a horrible term that we've somehow adopted in this industry. But when we say wet shaving, we mean using a shave soap and a brush 
and a traditional razor of some sort. But typically, really, if you're using a shave soap and a brush, that's considered a wet shaving. Uh, it's confusing because I'll ask guys if they wet shave, forgetting that anyone who thinks they're using water will think they're wet, they're wet shaving. <laughs> uh, they're just shaving. Wow. So it, traditional shaving, I like to say traditional shaving, just to differentiate between the two and cause less confusion. But mm -hmm. most people think they are doing wet shaving when they're actually not. Um, but as long as you're using the brush and the soap, you can call that wet shaving. But that's really so, – it's it's a confusing term. So the razor – okay, so let's move over to the razor I've seen. You know the razor? You got to be careful. Somebody really could cut you. <laughs> oh, the uh, straight razor? Razor, yes. Is that a good method to use? great method to use also because that's a one-time investment that you don't have to replace the blade with that that is the blade you just have to keep it sharp and uh you know strop it strop it um you know after each use or before each use but and and have it owned or sharp as you need it to be which could be a couple months in between or you could learn to do it yourself so yeah learning how to use a straight razor is is great you know it probably takes you about 50 to 100 shaves to master it uh, so you got to have a little bit of patience you know and during covid a lot more guys were, were picking that up because they had more time to practice this sort of thing but even, i know women that even use those and it's great because they don't have to shave as much it shaves so close it's, you know can you cut yourself so, i mean i know you could cut yourself as with anything yeah i mean it's a blade so you can cut your you can nick yourself you know um yeah. and that's why i say a safety i prefer a safety razor myself which yeah. just holds the one blade. And there's a reason why they call it a safety razor because it's a lot safer. There's a guard in there and it's also has a fixed angle. So you yeah. don't have to know the angle like you do with a straight razor. A straight razor is like a 30 degree angle that you have to nail every time. You have to, you have to maintain that angle, which it takes a little bit of skill. So that's where the practice safety razor, it's a lot easier. But even then with a safety razor, there's a learning curve too because it's different. It's not like a plastic razor where you have to apply pressure. Safety razor is a metal razor. So all that weight is doing the work for you. It wants to save you. You just have to guide it, but you don't need to press down with it. So perfuming colognes and aftershaves, are they something yes. conducive to shaving? Like, should you find a really good a moisturizer afterwards? You know, use those products. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I actually remember, I, I recommend a pre-shave. But we're talking post-shave now. So, yeah, aftershave is definitely something – I mean, that's part of the fun too. Uh, we, I make about 70 different scents or fragrances when it comes to aftershaves just because men like to have their options nowadays. And uh, But, yeah, the, uh, aftershave is, is very important. Be it a bomb, um, be it an alcohol-based aftershave. Like I make both of them actually because, uh, you know, it's a lot like sauce, uh, uh, hot sauce. How um, mm -hmm. you know humans? We're addicted to spicy things. Any other animal in the animal kingdom would stay away from the hot pepper. We run <laughs> towards them, but it's like that with aftershave too. You splash it on; it's that burn, you know. And the mm -hmm. uh, you think of the Home Alone when he slaps the aftershave on his face. That that look <laughs> and that scream, and uh, we we gravitate towards that. Some of us, and uh, you know, there was a time in history about a hundred years ago, we needed aftershaves because men were actually dying after leaving the barber. They were getting uh, cuts and nicks that were becoming infected. Um, in fact, let's see, Henry David Thoreau, who wrote Walden Pond, he never would have wrote that book if that hadn't happened to his brother. He was in mourning because his brother died from an abscess on his face that became infected from the barber. And so he went away to Walden Pond and wrote that book and reflect and, and mourn and whatnot. So I guess you could say some good has come from that. However, uh, we quickly started using aftershaves to immediately, you know, as an antiseptic. 
So that's wow. where they originally came from. Fragrance was secondary. It really wasn't even thought of. You know, It was an afterthought when it came to fragrance. And it was fleeting back in the day. An aftershave scent would probably last about 20 minutes and then would fade. Uh, now, shave cologne. So it's got all the face-saving ingredients of a traditional aftershave, but the all-day staying power of a cologne. Um, so there's that. Back in the day, it really was just to save you from dying, to be an antiseptic. Wow. So highly so what is, yeah, highly recommend it. What are some of your products and what sets them apart from the rest? Uh, well, like uh, yeah, uh, we do it really different. We started doing that about 10 years ago. Um, uh-huh. I mean, we have so much going on. I've created a whole universe, like character universe around our products as well, too, with different characters in this ongoing saga that i'm writing that can be found on different sales pages um they show up in the labels i have anagrams different stories being told visually they're kind of like portals into the universe i've created and i also have stories continuing stories on the sales pages with these characters and what so it's a whole world (laughs) that you get into when you uh start using phoenix shaving products but when it comes to our products i mean we we're we've pretty much been changing the game since 2012 doing other folks have uh and you know being innovative with what we've been introducing to the market um you know one thing that comes to mind is what i call the chill mill and the kind of like a pepper grinder almost but with uh menthol crystals in it and you would pepper that or sprinkle that over your shave soap before you use it and it turns every shave into a mentholated shave uh really cooling yeah um and that brings us to pre so that would be like a considered a pre-shave product and uh, another one is what i call the cube and the cube pre-shave it's actually packed with activated charcoal too but it, it's loaded with oils and butters that will add an extra slickness and glide to your face before you apply the lather on top of that so it, it duly protects your skin while shaving but i also have that in menthol a few different options one of them is mentholated so if you rub that on first whatever shave soap you choose to use after the fact will become mentholated so it makes just for a real uh, which is kind of, you know, it's it's interesting contrast when you think about it because you're using hot lather. That's another great thing about traditional shaving is, is you're not using goo out of a can with this cold, foamy lather. You're, you're creating a hot lather with hot water. So to create this hot lather and then have this give you this cooling effect on your face is just, it, it'll take you to another place. It's a lot like tea ceremony when it comes to traditional shaving. It's time to yourself. It's time, you know, that you have to really, it's tactile. It's really, you know, it's, We've finally given guys like permission to experience something like this that's all their own. And really, it's just a it, it's an escape, if you will. Well, I just went to visit your page while you were talking about it. The uh-huh. items are phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. Everything is set up. Everything's there, guys. If you need shaving products, when you hit that page, phoenixshaving.com, everything's there. I don't even shave oh, yeah. and I want products to shave. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's real. It's it's soothing. It's super soothing. Meditative. Well, well, let me ask you, how did you get started into shaving? Like, this is such an oh. odd, I don't call it <laughs> odd because. You can, you can. It is odd. <laughs> yeah. What was it? You know, I think anyone that's into anything usually got there by accident. And uh, and I also think that everyone's a genius at something in their life. They just, yeah. a lot of us don't figure out what that is before we're gone. And uh, and it can be anything. You could be a genius at, I don't know, making pencils. You could be a genius at, 
button. Using a magnifying glass. I have no idea. Just random stuff. I happen to be really good at making shaving products. And I, if you would have told me this 10 years ago, I'd be doing this. I would have laughed you out of the room. But um, wow. it, it really just happened by accident. I, it began in Central America, believe it or not. I was living down there in a hammock in the rainforest. It's kind of a long story. But Are while I was down there, oh, yeah, I lived there for four years. Uh, my friends thought I was having a breakdown. You know, a Spanish-speaking country without knowing the language or knowing anybody, and uh, just kind of figured it out for myself. And well down there, I was getting bit by sand fleas between the hours of like five and six at night. And there was no like afterbite solution to deal with this stuff after the fact. And they really liked me, so I needed to create my own. And so I went to the pharmacy down there or the pharmacia and picked up a different, you know, whatever essential oils I could figure find and uh, chemicals I could find to create my own afterbite type solution, which I did. And it was so, it worked so well, the locals and even other tourists were knocking on my tent flap to get themselves some. And while I was swinging my hammock, I would often daydream like, yeah, if I ever make it back to the States, I'm going to bottle this stuff and sell it. And it was just a joke. But, um, but yeah, four years later, I found myself back in the States and I had come back to an Etsy world which didn't exist before I left. And that kind of leveled the playing field for people with ideas where you could finally, you know, for a low cost of entry, sell something and experiment something. And that's exactly what I did. I created what I was calling Ichnomas and uh, selling that. I was actually shipping it back down to Costa Rica to sell down there. And it sold like wildfire. And I created a, a stink mass, And that was emergency insect repellent slash deodorant. So as you wore it, it, your body heat would emit the essential oils into the air around you, keeping the bugs away. And that actually did oh, better wow. than, uh, yeah, Ichnomas. They both did well, but the shipping was killing me. So I was like, I need to do something up here in the States. And at the time, I had a blog called howtogrowamustache.com. And I had been making a mustache wax for that to drive people back there. But I'd been a traditional shaver for years. Uh, it's another story. But uh, I was looking for a bay rum type scent for shaving soap, and it just didn't exist at the time. And I was a huge bay rum fan since the early 90s, and I uh, could never find a, a shave soap to pair with it. So I ended up making my own, and it was never to sell. It was just for me, but and there was no recipes online, so you really had to start from scratch back then. Um, mm -hmm. And I did. I created this, and I was writing for another men's blog, and I sent it to the owner of the blog, some of my soap, and he was a wet shaver too, and another mm -hmm. um, big name in the industry that I was also friends with. That, he was another writer. And they both loved it. And they were like, when is this going to go on sale? And I was like, huh. And, and that's how it started. It was really by accident. I was making it for myself. And one thing led to another. And this is 10 years ago before it, this, well, the scene has been, it's, it's grown a lot. Uh, if you're not a part of that or privy to it, you probably don't realize that. But there's a lot more artists and shave sub companies out there now. But back then, there was probably about five. And we were one of them. So we were in the, really in the right place at the right time. And it, we were doing things very differently. Like instead of using plastic tubs, I was putting mine in CD tins, those metal oh. CD tins. So it was giving you more surface area to load the brush. And it really just stuck out and people fell in love with it. And that's how it happened. It was, again, just being in the right place at the right time. But it was only just forever for myself. It, I just got lucky enough that other people liked the product too. <laughs> so that means I think I have to get ready to get my hammock ready and the disappear. Exactly. You know, and you bring up a good point. You got to get your mind in that state. You got to be truly relaxed and like ideas start flowing. And, you, and any of those ideas could take you someplace else. And it's, I never in a million years would have ever 
thought that random itch no mas solution was going to get me here. And here I am, you know, wow. almost 10 years later with five employees, our own faculty, our lab. Wow. Yeah, really. It just gets so amazing. You, you, um, I noticed you mentioned the shave club. So there are a couple because as a matter of fact, my twins mentioned one to me. Not only do they send you this electric razor with the products, they oh, send yeah. you underwear okay. and it's a monthly subscription. <laughs> we never did it though. But how do you no, feel good. about these new shave clubs? Like, because if I compare them to your website, I love the way your razors look. They are beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, those clubs, I'll tell you, well, it's just they're selling the same crap. They're selling cartridge razors and multi blades, and you may be getting them at a discount, but you're still using the wrong tool for the job. You know, yeah. you're saving money, but it's an inferior product. So don't go that route at all. Like, no, a safety razor is like a one time investment. You know, you pay. I don't know, 25, you can go 25 to $300 for a safety razor, depending on where you, where you feel comfortable spending. Uh, and that's going to last you forever. You'll be passing that down to your children. That happens all the time, in fact. And then you just need to find, and this is what I recommend your twins do, is get blade sample packs. And that will contain different branded blades from different companies around the world. And you got to hang with each one for a week. Which one speaks to you? Which one works with your face? Because not all blades are created equal. We so want you can really customize it. I want them from you. What's up? So you, I want them from you. So <laughs> I want you to tell me what, which ones would be the ones to order for them. You can okay. Well, think this, yes. Yeah. I'm also on the chat bot too all the time, but yeah, I, I do have sample packs, sample DE blade packs, but also two packs come with the kit of two different brands. So there's that. But that's the best way to do it, to really fine tune it to your face. You gotta learn it before you burn it, is what it all comes down to. Some people just hop in and they don't they don't realize that, oh, it didn't work for me. It's like, well, that razor might not have worked for you. You may need another razor. So I, you try as much as you possibly can. Again, this is like it's a process. It's not it's all solution here. You gotta find the razor that works for you, the blade that works for you. And that's a gift. Some people look at that as like, oh, it's a lot of work. It's like, no, you can really fine tune that, customize that shave to your face. We weren't able to do that always, you know? I have a question. And I'm yes. sure our listeners would like to know this. You may know the answer to this. So remember in the beginning, we talked about the bumps that develop. Yes. And I know a lot of African American men who have those bumps and they just stick, they just there. Is there any way mm -hmm. to reverse them? Or once uh, get, that's it? Yeah, no, no, no. You can definitely by switching to using a safety razor. Uh, wow. Now, there's products that can treat them right now to get that to go away before they start. I would, you know, I would wait a week or two for that to heal. I've never had it myself, so I don't know how long it takes to heal, but, I you know, know, you can actually. You can put aspirin on that. You can powderize aspirin and mix it with a little bit of water or witch hazel, make mm -hmm. like a little like a like a, a salve out of it, and apply that. And that will take the swelling down, and that'll typically heal it. But yeah, once that heals, switch to safety razor. Switch to that one blade, and you will not run into that issue anymore. Wow. I think the men don't even. I've seen it's always on the back of the neck, and I'm like, ew, it looks. So yeah. Weird. Yeah. And I wonder, uh, I look and wonder why is I just figured it's there to stay. Yeah, and again, if you if those guys give you give you any grief, saying no, no, it happens to all of us, tell them to look back at old photos of jazz musicians and and, and old African American actors, and, what, and they will not see it. They won't see it. It's not covered with makeup. It just didn't exist. Well, let me ask you this: What is PAA Universe? 
What's that? That's it. That's my. That's that's uh, Phoenix Artists and Accoutrements is our full name. Oh, Phoenix. Uh, for Phoenix Shade. <laughs> yeah. So PAA and the, the universe is all those characters, and there's ongoing. There's an ongoing story. Uh, in fact, I just published a book the la- for the last one. Actually, the last couple, but I actually published a paperback. It's like part ten of the saga. And uh, it's available on paperback and on ebook, and it's an ongoing story with different characters. The main characters, actually, I might be the main character, um, but it's pretty much sci-fi, fantasy, good versus evil, classic, you know, like Indiana Jones almost type stuff. So it's a lot of fun. So that universe just has all these different characters. So our labels will have like different clues to different stories that are going on or anagrams. It's immersive, you know. So the the customer is like is in it. You're in this world. It's more than just shaving <laughs> when you when you use Phoenix shaving. It's really like an adventure. Now, um, I would like to know. There's some, you know, um, there's been something been very common with a lot of African American men. The beard, the beards are back, and they're walking. Mm-hmm. How do a person get their beard to grow? I, my oldest son has this patchy thing going on. He has hair here. <laughs> And I'm, I look, he's in his 20s. I'm like, what is that? So is it possible yeah. that can you use stuff that you use on your scalp, like hair growth grease to put in no. your oh. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's hair. genetic. How does his dad's, does his dad have, can his dad grow oh, a beard? Uh, yeah, but the twins, they all have the same dad. The twins are the ones that have the hair like their dad. And his is, it's like just at the bottom, it's doing something else. I don't know. It's body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll come with time. I mean, you're not considered a, a real adult physiologically until you're about 25. Oh, he's 20. It should figure it's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people can't grow up, some guys can't grow a beard. And so that might be his fate. But, you know, even myself grow, growing a beard, it didn't fully come in until I was probably in my early 20s. It was oh, patchy okay. also. So that can happen. That can happen. Okay. But there's well, no way there's no way to speed it up. There's also some guys can grow super long, like ZZ top style beards, and other guys just can't get it that long. And that's just called terminal length. Everyone has their own terminal length when it comes to hair growth before hmm. it stops growing or falls out. Yeah. Wow. Well, audience, go to phoenixshaving.com. I saw these wonderful products. And <laughs> I, I want I saw pineapple. The scents to your products really smell good, right? Oh, yeah, and we have close to 70 at any one given moment. We do seasonal I ones, too. Yeah. Figured that. And you have a glow-in-the-dark razor, too. And we have two, actually. At least a second one this year. But yeah. so I don't recommend shaving in the dark. But it's just, again, it's we like to make it fun. And it's very nostalgic. It's very 80s for me to have anything glow in the dark. In fact, one of our soaps that I, I released last weekend also glows in the dark. <laughs> oh, really nice. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for coming on my podcast. I'm sure that the audience have, they have, you have answered so many important questions, especially about those bumps. Uh, <laughs> and how well, to thanks, Mahani. Thank you know, you. It, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And anyone can contact me at phoenixshaving.com or Douglas at phoenixshaving.com or find me on our website in the chat bot. But I can answer, I can talk shop all day long. This is my passion. Yay. Thank you, guys. So thank you for listening to Mohani Loves Podcast. Let's talk about it. And never forget that I love you.